0: the head already we're already putting our big face palms on it is the sport project here on another tuesday night with just three of the group i was about to say two and not include myself i am renee i'm your host and i'm joined by sasha and carlo tonight smithy is completely locked down but hello boys
1: hey renee
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's the energy we want
1: oh Oh, i'm so excited because chris isn't on He's in lockdown. (laughs) Prisoner soul blockage. (laughs) Oh, go go on the road, Chris, and get us a coffee. Oh, you can't. You can't. Oh, it's the best. Hey Chris. For
0: anyone who is living under a rock, uh, Melbourne go into stage four at midnight tomorrow night or being Wednesday night, which basically means uh, they're not allowed to leave their houses after 5pm and only one member of the family is allowed to leave it at a time during the normal times and they're only allowed to go to and from, they're not allowed to leave their postcode, Chris can't go to the golfing range or even just even go and have a hit, nothing, nada, zip,
2: nothing. He's locked in with his three beautiful girls. It's basically like the film Outbreak, where they lock them all in and (laughs) board all the houses up. So, yeah, unfortunate for Chris uh, because his state are very, very naughty people. You know, we've. uh, Exactly.
0: Not like us up here. Uh, Obviously, Sasha is up on the fine Gold Coast wearing all the gold and glitter and meter maids and all that sort of jazz. Uh, Carlo (laughs) is down in Wollongong, and I'm reporting from Sydney, another fun little hotspot at the moment. If you haven't listened to our show before, a general little synopsis of it. It's like The Project on the TV. However, we're just full of sports banter. It's the conversations that you have with your mates at the pub, talking all sport, um, really, any sort of random left field and, of course, some fake facts along the way as well because that's just what we do. We like to mix it up. We like to keep you guessing. But we've got a huge show ahead for you today. We're going to cover racing because there are some decisions that have been made even with the state in lockdown in Melbourne Rugby, there's a fair bit happening there. Sasha's actually read an article on it, so he'll fill you in on that one as well. Over to America with the NBA, it's all happening over there, and some insight on Ben Simons as well. Boxing, there's two big fights coming up, August, September. We're going to talk about both of those. The NRL, and if we get to it, we're going to cross over to Carlo to find out some more about what's happening over in England with a lot of the football and whatnot. But... Let's kick it off. Uh, so the racing, Chris is normally our, our man that sort of discusses everything, racing, the tips, where it's at, um, but some really good uh, confidence boosting stuff that's coming out of Melbourne at the moment. With the restrictions, they're obviously locked down for, I've got to say, stop saying obviously, because it's not obvious. Um, obvious. However, <laughs> I was like, someone else pull me up on it. I'm using it too much. Um, obviously. Obviously. Basically. <laughs> it's
2: like Basically? Basically basically, yeah, well, basically isn't basic.
0: obviously um uh, <laughs> just went to do it again melbourne come out of their lockdown in about 6 weeks which falls right around mid september which means spring carnival looks like it's getting the green light and the nod um hopefully they'll have no cases by then no more rogue security guards and all that jazz so Pretty exciting for that. Um, there was a, a big call about it saying that, it, you know, it was in the welfare or the best welfare of the racing community, the horses um, and whatnot, to keep this sort of sport going. It's been going the whole time. It was one of the only ones that kept us afloat at some stage. So, uh, I mean, that has all of you excited, does it not?
2: Yeah, yeah, oh. no, you're right. I think it was the only
1: sport that's gone through, is not it? <laughs> I just really, think it's um, for a little bit there. <laughs> do you think they will allow crowds there? Because I think there's no chance, eh? Hey?
0: No, well, well, at the moment, they've basically shut it down too. Where are they? It'll own, there'll be no owners. There'll be no media. There'll be only the broadcasters and the direct particip- particip- the participants <laughs> involved in that activity. So um, I think they're really going to struggle to have crowds at that time. However, as we said, that it's a state that's going into an entire lockdown, which means you'd, you'd have to think that there wouldn't be any more corona cases because no one's out there doing anything and that's full lockdown.
1: But that's if they're doing the right thing, you know. There's people that aren't doing- on the right things, people are not wearing masks. It's sorry, but how about all them fucking shit eaters going up to cops and going, "Oh, I don't have to wear my mask." What a fucking oh, yeah. bunch of fuckwits. Sorry for swearing so much, but honestly, <laughs> it really grinds my gears. Just abide by the rules. Like six weeks, yeah. guys. Don't be a fucking idiot. Like it's just crazy. It's amazing you how they've got melbourne have got like 700 cases or 400 high 400s yesterday mm. in queensland we even recorded you know one in three days it's, like you know it's, it's just amazing how the, the difference in the two but if, if you do the right thing, Melbourne, and you stick to it for two, six weeks, yeah, no, it's easy for me to say when I'm up here just running by the beach and just going to coffee shops and smacking and piss left and on center. I get it, right? I get it. But just bye by yeah. the rules and stop being dickheads. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but they're all doing it for Instagram famous. Have you seen it? Social media. Do you really think Watch. that's what it is? Well, yeah. Well, they're I, getting slaughtered. I well, they are. But I reckon they thought that, hey, look at me. I can do whatever I want. And then everyone's just turned on them, basically. Yeah. Basically and obviously.
1: It's yeah, but, but it's good, you know. <laughs> At least people, they just got to pull their heads in, those people. But um, yeah, I feel sorry for the people down in Victoria, except for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hot tips racing, yeah. we someone's going to take it, yeah, right. So, Chris, since Chris is not here, I'll just talk about some jockeys and stuff like that. Yeah, the jockeys are racing horses and that, and they're real little fellas, and they're going right. Um, now I've got um, a hot tip for this Saturday. Um, Kembla Grange race to number five. Bellarine. Mm-hmm. So, why? Wait, Grange. Wait, why is that the hot tip? Uh, it's, it races Thursday. Um, it is the hot tip. Um, I'll, I'll give you an honest answer. Sorry, just... didn't
0: you just say Saturday's hot tip and then you said it's racing Thursday? Or it's racing possibly. Thursday and then possibly. Saturday. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> um, it's about.
1: definitely racing Thursday, right? But it's Kemba Grange, race hey. two, number five, Bellarine. Now, I'm going to be honest with everyone out there so I don't cop backlash if it loses, right? So I have literally just gone on a sports bet and had a look at the best bet of the day, and it said this horse is a real cracker. I don't think it's ever won before. It's, got, it's a lovely colour, it's purple and white, um, and it looks like it will win a race at a point in time in its life. <laughs> So that is my hot tip, guys. Jump on it. Just put pop as much money as you can on it. Um, it's a sure thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I add as well? Uh, Kembla Grange is only ten minutes down the road from me in
2: Wollongong. Wow! And look, you, you can actually go still there. go and go and see it. Anyway, Astro Boy Toy—that was Smithy's short king. We was all excited. Everyone looking for it. Yeah, we're Got all scratched. On it. Got scratched. <laughs> Typical. He uh, gave me yeah, another nice. one
0: during the day as well, which was just an absolute donkey. Because I, I actually just sat at the pub on Saturday with a friend of mine and uh, tipped my ass off. It was amazing. That's good. It's a good yeah, day. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I was very, uh, the morale was high. Um. And then the person that I was with is like in the racing industry and basically gave me nothing. So my back was sore from carrying all day. Did it, you was, did. it was really good. And basically my tipping went bet on a number four, bet on gate four, or go off a really <laughs> good name.
1: Of uh, Renee's favourite number, for those of you who don't know, and she always regularly sees 444. Yeah, exactly. That was a little insight for you. Thanks, Tash. Good little insight. Um, <laughs> so, uh, this, uh, this friend of yours, do you want to elaborate on that? Or is, uh, uh,
2: no for the questions, you are no. It's not that kind of
0: show. <laughs> ah, great No, stuff. I was just trying to sort of get a leg up in, in racing. Hey! So. <laughs> you're on <in laughs> Turkey.
2: Talking about leg ups. Did anyone see Farmer Wants a Wife? No, I didn't. What happened? Yeah. Oh, mate, it's manic. They've just turned it into one of them married at first sight maffies type thing, but it's ruined it. I used to love a Farmer Once a Wife. Anyway, <laughs> does it, do does it have a
1: farmer who was looking for a wife? Um, and there's probably numerous ladies who are searching for a farmer that go yes. on the show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, um, well, nothing to do with what we were just talking about because it wasn't sport. (laughs) How about we just cross over and find out what's happening
1: in rugby?
0: Yes, (laughs) surely,
1: save us. I was, um, I was strolling the internet the other day and I saw Rob Simons. So only thirty-one. He's um, signed a deal with London Irish next year to go and play. And, And as I read on more. Because I knew a couple of players were starting to leave Aussie rugby but there's actually a mass exodus of Australian Rugby Union players overseas. This is the list that I got and this is the short list. You got Will Genia, Dave Pocock, Curtly Beal, Bernard Foley, Quade Cooper, Christian Leo Lofano, Kepu, Adam Ashley Cooper, Nick Phipps, Adam Coleman to name a few. Wow. All Australian Rugby Union players and all now not playing for the Wallabies and playing elsewhere and overseas. That's crazy, isn't
0: it? Well, a lot of them sort of head over and play in the European comp for a while and they sort of let a couple of those players come back and play for Australia in any of our test matches. So you're kind of used to them not really being within our leagues and our comps, but to have that many going at this sort of time and and this kind of crisis as well too. But the the quality of football here at the moment or rugby in particular, they're, they're not able to play any international football, so if you want to be a better player, where do you want to be, be
1: playing? Yeah, it's just crazy. Some of those names, like Adam Coleman's, only young. He would have broken the scene three or four years ago in the Wallabies. Like some of the older guys, Will Genia, Quade Cooper. You understand why they've um, moved on, but it's just crazy to see some of those names. Hey, like they're, they're the mm-hmm. best of the best at the moment, and um, yeah, Australian rugby is just in absolute turmoil at the moment. Does does that
2: mean I, I'm pretty sure there was a rule in place that if you played overseas, you had to play 30 games. If you wanted to represent Australia, yeah, uh, I believe that's the case. Yeah, is that still the case? Yeah. So that's Wasn't what it mean? named I don't don't think after Adam
0: Ashley you- Cooper or Drew Mitchell or one of those boys. Like that, that
2: actual rule. Yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah, sure when it come yeah. in. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't know whether it was. Still <laughs> Three standing. of us
0: have no fucking idea. <laughs> and
2: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's the rule. But in saying that, though, there's been turmoil all over Australian uh, rugby for a number of years, uh, and again, I, th- I can't see it. I can't see it going positive in any way in the in the near future, especially with this pandemic. So they're probably are better off, as, as you said, uh, Renee. Where would you play? European rugby is is very very strong especially in France and, and uh, in England. So best of luck for them. But yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, they could do what we're – I mean, we could just grab, instead of Disneyland, we've got like Australia's Wonderland over here or Luna Park. We could oh. probably just pack all of our players in, into there and do what the uh, NBA is doing. Anyone Wonderland. object to that?
1: You no, know, that's, that's closed now, you know, Wonderland. Remember the <laughs> Yeah, demon? it's been a long time gone. It's showing my age. Got, I got towed up at Wonderland. What do I'm you sorry. mean? Well, you'll love this, right? So when I was young, I had a little bit of a cheeky oh. mouth on me. And um we were, I was with a mate and we were going off the demon so we were going off it and we'll remember of lawyer, that ride. yeah loitering around that era. Anyway, we see this big group of Lebos, like about 10 Lebo kids, probably the same age as us, you know, probably about maybe 14, 15 at the time. and I thought they were getting on the demon right so give me enough time to fuck off and get out because we we're getting picked up anyway I'm like hey, fucking Lebo. doing that to them right when I was young and stupid. And the boys were actually getting off the demon. Were um, you wearing so your big gold chain and your little bikey? Look mm, at the that time. Was pre, that was pre-pretend bikey. Pre-bikey. Session. It was only 12. Um, yeah, 15. <laughs> and anyway, so it, it left me minimal time to get out of there. And as soon as I saw those little things go like that, <laughs> I, was in, I was in Barney Rubble. And I me and him, buddy, hit the frog and toad on the getaway sticks and um, they caught up with us and absolutely towed us up. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah. And that
0: ended your boxing group. Yeah,
1: that ended the boxing group. Second best fighter in all of Wonderland. Every time a fighter come off second best. And another, another <laughs>
2: great sports story from the Sport Projects. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, I was alluding to the fact that uh, the NBA is locked down in Disneyland at the moment, which has meant that they're able to uh, start their competition, and there was a couple of really good games over the weekend.
1: Yeah, some absolute crackers. Um, The Lakers and Clippers was always going to be a good match, but the Lakers won 103-101 with LeBron getting 16 points. Not a huge um, game by LeBron. But the big game, um, big game was Houston Rockets versus Dallas Mavericks. Um, it was one hundred and fifty three to the Rockets to one hundred and forty nine to Dallas. Wow! Crazy, crazy game. A lot of points, and they set an NBA record. Um, the Houston Rockets for most three point attempts at sixty one attempts. So they got twenty one out of sixty one, so about thirty percent, which isn't too bad. Um, and in other games, Philly edged out the Spurs. So um, Ben Simmons, but he only played, he only played twenty five minutes. He got fouled out. The big fella. So not impressive yeah, he's been having a um,
0: bit of a struggle over there, isn't he? They're basically calling him a bench player at the moment. He's, he's barely gotten off it.
1: Mm, there's heaps of hype with him in the off-season because during the Rona, they're saying he put on some size and he looked good. You know, mm. he's looking stronger. He's looking, um, you know, more muscular. Um, but, yeah, he got fouled out with 25 minutes into the game, so – um, and, yeah, Philly edged out the Spurs, 132 to 130. So there's a number of other games and then just continually playing now. So it's um it's exciting stuff. It's good to see it back on.
0: Have you guys watched – have you actually watched the games where they've got, like, the virtual fans in the audience? Yeah, it's bonkers. It's so
1: creepy. It's bonkers. It's really creepy, <clears throat> hey. Yeah. Like, at least the cardboard cutouts are just like – Yeah, they do. Whereas these <laughs> so ones so are like oh, – You can just
0: see people, like, just sitting on their, like, ledging on their couch and eating food. It just looks weird. Yeah. It looks so, so weird. <laughs> Is it
2: actual people being screened in, or is it just like a, a gift? It's like a like Zoom, chat,
0: almost like a Zoom chat. Well, I don't know how they do it from behind the scenes, but the way it looks is they're zoomed in on their computer. Their backgrounds cut out, so it's just them. Like it's like they're a white screen, and they they fit into the chairs, so it's just like a shape oh, of that's a human, crazy, and a I'm person. Bizarre.
1: <laughs> I'm There's glad they're not filming it. me in my chair. I'd be there just feeding the chooks, watching the NBA. <laughs> it was Later. shoulder art.
0: I'm surprised not. <laughs> just the shoulder
1: shuffle, the shoulder shuffle, <laughs> the missing hand. Mm. Yeah, but cr- I'm wrapped the NBA's back on. It's good. I'm going to go to the rubbery yeah. dub this weekend, have a couple of scoo bags, and watch some NBA and put some punts on. Now, just remember, Kemble Grange race two, number five, Ring. Saturday night race, but it actually races Thursday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> While you're at it, don't forget you can like, subscribe, and share to our podcast. It is the Sport Project Podcast. We're actually on all the social media platforms, so you can follow us at the Sport Project Podcast, or you can head straight to our website where you can see all the major platforms to check us out on, including Epicenter TV. So if you feel like you want to add some faces to the names and voices, you can check us out at thesportproject.net. Like, subscribe, share. We've still got rugby league to talk about and some of the English sports, but let's talk about something that's kept us excited for majority of the start of this season as well. It is the boxing that is coming up. First and foremost, the one that's happening in August on the 26th. It is the Australian bout between Jeff Horn and Tim Tazu. And they're finally starting to have a little bit more banter from the school teacher to the young upstart. Uh, basically, uh, with Jeff Horn spriting that. Tim is just riding off his fame and he's uh, he's going to get a rude awakening um, in the next couple of weeks where Tim has come out and said that he is a different class of fighter and he's going to be ending the world champion's reign.
2: Fair comment. But, mm. you know, I, I love the fact that Tim Zoom knows exactly his place. You know, he just goes, yeah, I have got a famous dad who's a very good boxer. Can't do much about that. Mm. <laughs> you know, what do you, what do you want me to do? Can't change it. But um, I think Jeff Horn's trying his best to, to get a rise out of... Uh, Tim Zoo, I just think it's entertaining. Just watching it, it's
1: like awkward and funner. Rob Horne, he's just not the type of guy right. to, to Jeff, really-
2: Rob? Yeah. Uh, whatever his just Rob,
1: Rob Horne, poor <laughs> bugger. Let's, we talk about him quickly, he's hurt, he's rocky, boulder. he can't move, his right arm, seven on the nerves in his arm, but that was a few years back, poor bugger. Do you know that? Rugby Union? Who? Okay. Australian, Australian wallabies What are you talking about He's playing overseas. Right, okay. Put a shot on this bloke. Severed the nerves in his neck, and now he's got um, the same thing as that fella from um, the, the Tigers. So he can't move his arm. And his oh, I right. see. can oh, okay. yeah, I remember him. Anyway, back to Jeff Horn. Yeah. Um, he um, he just doesn't sound like the bloke who can really give a little bit of stick. You know what I mean? It just sounds mm-hmm. like just sounds like the the, the guy who's sitting in the corner on the computer and comes up with Yeah, see, I told you." It just doesn't, you know what I mean? It just doesn't really come come naturally to the big
0: players. just too nice a human, I think. Yeah. Well, his, uh, Tim came out and said, becoming a world champion is one thing, but staying world champion is another thing. That's the difference between him and I. Once I win a world title, I will stay a champion. I will show the two different classes where we're at right now. I'm going to hit him from the top down. I'm going to keep hitting him until he gives up. I will not... I will hit him so hard that he quits. I want to win convincingly, and I want to win by KO, and that's what I've trained for.
1: Don't be old. Train for that. though. butter him up. Like that sounds like some of my best sex talk right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go from the
1: top to the bottom. The Come on,
2: and then I'm gonna <laughs> put you hard. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <Go> on. <laughs> that is Renee. Control. On project control. Renee. Control. Control, look uh... Come
0: on, bring it back, boy. Have a go, Renee. Look at what in the background. Look (laughs) how many
1: books you've got. (laughs) No. Oh, my room smells of rich mahogany. (laughs) mahogany Many Many leather-bound books. books. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, they're not mine. Who do you you think will win, Renee? Who's your
2: call on this Uh, on this fight?
0: Yeah, I uh, I I I really like Tim's fight. However. I'm such a fence sitter on this one. I just kind of think that um, Jeff's Jeff Horn's gone through a few more battles. (laughs) Uh, Jeff's
1: Jeff's Horn. You said (laughs) Jeff's (laughs) Horn. (laughs) We are definitely putting the
2: explicit on this podcast this week.
0: Oh, my gosh. Um, I think uh, Jeff Horn has a little bit more in his uh, arsonry, so <laughs> don't also go there with that one. I just saw your faces again. Um, you know, he's been in the trenches a lot more. He's known how, known how to fight and get out, and I'm not saying Tim hasn't had those fights, but he probably hasn't had them at, at the level of intensity um, and prestige of some of these ones that Jeff's thrown in. So mm, I'm going to say
1: Jeff. What do you say, Sash? What's Tim. Your... Tim. Yeah, no doubt. I think Tim's just young. I watched him fight on your um, the undercard. Oh, sorry, he you were on the undercard, Renee. (laughs) I I think it was the other way around. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and he just looked sharp. Looked exactly like his dad. He was just concise. He conserved energy. He Mm. he hit when he needed to hit, and he defended when he needed to defend, and um, was very tactical. I I liked him, so I think he's going to have the reach. He's going to have the um, the endurance on him. That's my take, anyway.
2: I think I I'm with you Rene. I think I'm honey. honey honey honey. Uh I think he's well, uh, he's the man. I think uh but in, in saying that though sorry, I, I do think Tunzu <laughs> is a great technical fighter and I think he can win it. I just I, yeah. I'm with you. I just think he's uh, he's more battle-hardened uh, yeah. Jeff Horn, and I think he's been in bigger battles, and and Tim's just not been there. It's so a bit of a bit of a major jump from where he where he's been and where he's where he's going to go with Jeff Horn. So, um, listen, I think it's going to be a cracking fight either way. I yeah. can't wait, can't wait for it. Actually. I'm, I'm pumped for it.
0: Have you uh, have you guys been privy to some of the the Tyson chat after the rules uh, came out? I think it was last week, basically
2: um,
1: no,
0: the American box, boxing officials said that there was not allowed to be any knockouts. They had to sort of hold back on it. And Tyson came out, and I really want to try this. And if it doesn't work, then we'll edit it out and see if the guys can do it. It was basically him getting edited in the street. So let me give it a red hot run. You're
1: a true knockout artist. Everybody wants to know, is this going to be a knockout, a Mike Tyson knockout fight? Hey, if the opportunity comes, I'm always looking for it. What, what round are we talking? Hey, we have to come and see. All right, you know, because, you know, George Foreman was saying he's a little worried that one of you guys might get hurt in there. Like, what do you have to say to George? I don't know. He wasn't worried about getting hurt when he went on his tour of coming back. Right. Fighting. So don't worry about us. And tell George I love him for caring.
0: Basically, he um, just to sum it up, I'll, I will try and send it to our amazing producer mm. to see if he can cut it in, but he, it. he said that he doesn't care. Um, he's going to make it a knockout, whether you like it or not. Um, what did he say? I Maybe we can put
1: on our MySpace account. <laughs> Kali well, can you...
2: What's your song? What's your song? Green Day. I said it. Green Day. Green Day. <laughs> when I come around.
1: Is that, is that what you sing to all the birds before you go over? That's my song, Bird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wish I knew which button to push. The irony yeah, of that. Sasha know. was hammering that in the background before we started the podcast today. But um again, these two fights are taking past. August 26th is Jeff Horn and Tim Tazo, and September 13, Mike Tyson and Roy Joden Jr. So we will not be disappointed. They are going for that knockout punch. They're not gonna just tickle themselves around the boxing ring. So pretty exciting stuff there, boys.
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it seems like MMA's on all the time at the moment, doesn't it? <laughs> it's Island. just like Fight Island, now Las Vegas. Uh, like Uh they're, they're running the money for it. Uh Another entertaining, but I'm sure there's, I think Robert Whittaker in Israel, is it Adesanya? How do you say that? Do I say it right? Adesanya? Uh, You're you're
0: in control of this one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Israel, the Sanya. I think that fight's going to be on. uh, And that'll be an exciting fight, so keep keep an eye out for that. All
0: right, well, let's head across to the NRL. It's where Carlo just really likes to roll the shoulders and then we chip in because, I mean, there's (sighs) things like the Roosters play and then that just spars off Sasha in many, many, many many ways.
2: Let's start with the great news. SBW is in the house. He's... Been given an apartment, he's been given an exemption so he doesn't have to go in a hotel. Uh How? It's Does cynical. anyone
0: else How actually Danny Minogue got that? We should have asked Smithy about that. Danny Minogue got one to stay in her house on the Gold Coast. So she didn't have to go in a hotel either. We probably know more that's than this.
1: hey. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's bullshit. One yeah. rule for fucking everyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or not. That's bullshit.
2: He's doing it. He's got a gym in there. And apparently some of the players have Ooh. actually gone to his apartment and helped set up all the gym. And you can't. Like so, How? Well, you can't, mate. That's what I've heard. Don't shoot the messenger. How?
0: How does that even happen? Or were they there first and then it was sterilized? Like I have no clue. I feel um, like you've come without the facts
2: here. Yeah, I probably have, but it's news. Let's, let's put it that way. It's news. That's what happened. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's he's, he's training away. I've seen some footage of him on a watt bike. Um, yeah, so he's. But I don't he, help him on a footy, Phil. <laughs> it's a watt bike. Uh, basically, it's a, a bike block. that pushes watts out. Like a salt <laughs> bike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, not an yeah. salt
0: bike. Like a. Well, um, yeah, no, but like, without the so arms. So assault bikes, obviously, yeah. The
2: arms <laughs> without the arms. That's the best way to explain it. but... It's
1: literally just a bike, mate.
2: Yeah, it's a bike.
1: Yeah. A watt bike. That's what it's called. It's called a bike. <laughs> just a stationary.
0: Bike. What if he was on like a recumbent? Would you want to know if he was on a recumbent bike? Like, yeah, I know he's on a new There's still differences. It's not like just a normal bike that you, you see at your fitness uh, first.
2: It's he's uh, he's getting prepped, but he, so he's starting his two week uh, his two week what do you call it isolation, uh, and he'll be back mm-hmm. training very very soon. I would think. So I, I think. Listen, like, my verdicts only. I watched it play the two games of Super League, and I thought it was very ordinary, very ordinary. So. Let's see if he can step up to, to uh, yeah, an even higher plate when he hasn't played rugby league for such a long time. So, a lot of pressure on the shoulders too. Yeah. I mean,
0: he's he's pretty good with stuff like that as well. He's got a pretty good head on his shoulders in that sense. But he's got a
2: good set, set of rocky boulders. I, I think, personally, I don't think he'll start many games. I think he'll come off the bench and provide impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think he will be more more of a more of a role model type uh, environment around the kid, uh, around the younger players in the club. So I think it's exciting. But the Panthers, how good are the Panthers looking at the moment? Yeah, It was a
0: weird round, right? Like you're you're starting to see that mental fatigue that a couple of players have been speaking about starting to sink in because this round was almost all upsets, almost. But teams that should not have even been in touch with other teams were nippling at the heels.
2: Well, I think I think it, all the games were relatively close, relatively close. Even you know, apart from ov- obviously the Panthers... the pa- Obviously, here we go. Uh, yeah. the, the Panthers uh, running away with against Manly, but Manly uh, injury ridden at the moment, so you know mm-hmm. it'd be it was a bit, bit of a tough tough ask for Manly. But um, yeah, I, I thought the, the Bulldogs pushed the Eels very close. The Titans pushed the Roosters very close. The Warriors had a win. You know, um, the Dragons. Have how the, how the dragons lost that one going, being sixteen 0 up at half time. Talk about game poor game management. You know that, that's when your big players have got to stand up and really work work the game to ensure that the other team doesn't come in and um, they just let them in the door. Uh, and I, I think because of that now, there's a lot of pressure back on Mary McGregor saying, "Oh, well, you've got to make some decisions." And I think Corey Norman is, is going to be—he's one of one of the players that'll be gone. I don't—I think I don't think he'll stay there. But have you noticed again? The dragons a game, when Ben Hunt <laughs> goes from uh, hooker to halfback. Blaming it all on Hunt. Well, you one of those people, are we? I like him. I really like him, and I want him to succeed as a seven. But every time he gets there, he just fails miserably. So its uh, I think he's a brilliant nine. He's a brilliant nine. He's got potential to be a Cameron Smith in a nine, because he's very smart in and around the rook. He, the, the engagement, the way he, he just... Occupies space he's very good uh, and he, he he defends very very well uh, and talking about the number nine you know storm uh cameron smith was out very early in the game with an ac joint the rumor has it that he could have played on uh, i think they just was very precautionary and knowing that you know finals are away if it was a final game he'd probably have an injection and he'd be fine to go but they're going to give him a couple of weeks uh, a couple of weeks rest the big story, though, out of the NRL is this private equity injection. I don't know if you've you've seen it or you've heard. No, about I
0: saw it. you push it a little bit across. I haven't been across it this yeah. week. Um, so take us from the top, fill it in for people as if layman's terms on the outside.
2: Yeah, so it, it was it occupied a little bit of space in the Daily Telegraph uh, buzz ref So I, I thought. You know, he's pretty close on the money buzz every time. So I, I, I looked into it a little bit further. So there is an NRL, um, well, a private equity firm looking to buy into a number of sports. So Premier League, uh, some American sports, uh, and, and the NRL is on, their, is on their radar. Now, they've asked the NRL to see how much it's worth so they can propose buying some shares, 20%. So roughly, I think the, the NRL is worth around about $3 billion. So it'd have to be a 600 million injection for 20%. So the idea is that each club would get roughly around 20 mil and the NRL would get the rest, okay? Um, And for that, they would have to get two positions on the NRL commission and some senior management positions in the NRL. So the the question being, though, which is, I I don't know if this is right, and this is why I think it's just a small part so people don't get excited, but could this be another Super League war type mentality mm. you know we've got private equity people coming into a game that do they need to be there
0: what's the ruling with how you can be
2: on the commission on the board um well i think the nrl, the NRL commission is staged between it's an independent commission isn't it mm. so it's not necessarily it's not tied into um any kind of club per say they're all independently put together and they're supposed to have the major stakeholders in how the game is um, uh, governed, basically, away from...
0: Mm. Wouldn't away that from defeat the, the purpose
2: of them if they
0: they have buy-in like that and then be on the commission?
2: Um, you would think so, but they wouldn't be tied into any club, so they're, they're, yeah. they would still be independent. And again, though, have, we're talking 3 billion... The NRL's worth 3 billion and 600 mil. Now, I think the NRL's burnt more than that over over the last five or six years... They've just not spent it correctly, and uh, when COVID hit, and Peter Landis was turning around and saying, "Oh, we've got no money," you know, I think that was a real shock to the system. To to think how badly they've they've managed the money in the NRL. So, um, yeah, watch your space. Watch your space.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, one space that everyone was watching was uh, Old Cleary, like. Completely smoking Manly, and he well and truly stood up, hasn't he? He's been he's so exciting this year.
1: He's unbelievable. He's the best player in the league at the moment. Um, He's got a massive Richie McCaw on him, and I really (laughs) appreciate it. But he is absolutely on fire. He's kicking percentages like eighty three, eighty four percent. Well, he's just he's just on fire. He's setting up tries. He's scoring tries. He's just. The fence is impeccable. He's kicking good. You can't fault him. Hey, if he didn't have that little misdemeanour with his little TikTok, he'd be he'd be well and truly on top of the dally. M. What are your thoughts on that? It was kind of
0: controversial whether people are thinking that he shouldn't have lost points uh, because of the incident off field, and others, you know, to on the other side of the fence. Where do you boys sit? I
1: don't think he needed to do, um, to lose points at all. I think he did his two weeks. He got fined and all the rest of it, and should be hit. It had nothing to do with um, on field. So. Well, I yeah. Think it's a bit
2: well, harsh. well, my thoughts are he missed two weeks, so he missed two two polling rounds. Wasn't that enough? <laughs> so if it, like, I think I think the damage is done. But yeah, I've never liked it where the the best and fairest. If you get if you cop a suspension and stuff like that, I, I think listen, the game's hard enough, and sometimes we we were very close to the wind, and we might get it wrong one week, and you rub someone out. You know, is that fair enough that you don't become the best player in the season because of Maybe a millisecond. I think we, that's that's good the
1: AFL.
2: Yeah, but who likes that? Me, don't
1: mind
2: okay. it. No, no, no. I agree. I, I know the AFL do it that way, but I, I don't agree with it. I just think it's hard. A millisecond here, an inch here, an inch there. You know, and you you basically lose the potential to be the best player in the game for that season. I think it's a little bit harsh, to be
1: honest. I'd take an inch anywhere I can get it. To be honest, <laughs> you need it. Same. I've seen you in the shower. <coughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it was man. It? it was cold no it wasn't the really, it was really weird in thing in the weird... middle of summer <laughs> the, 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 the <laughs> really <laughs> weird thing though. no excuse up there
2: hey the really weird thing though when we was in the show together you put your hands in front of me and went can you feel my thumb on
1: your back that's magic <laughs> <laughs> felt a bit weird well I didn't say that at all I said oh, we got behind you and I went want to <laughs> see some magic look no hands <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so basically, that's it for rugby league. Uh...
0: But you want to leave it there. You don't want to talk about how all the oh. players that have been borrowed and beg-borrowed and stealed at the Warriors, the coaching
2: uh, debacle that's going on there at the moment. Well, we do have an Italian lad, Daniel Alvaro, who is Daniel Rinaldo. Daniel Alvaro, uh, who sorry. who is at the Parramatta Reels and then just uh, he's been loaned out to the Warriors, and he had a very. Solid game for the Warriors uh, last week. And Yeah, l- listen, I think Teddy Payton has done an amazing job, but he's come out and said, listen, I don't want the job full-time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm contracted for another year as an assistant coach, and I'm happy I see that through, but I just don't want the, the full-time job, which I th- I found that a little bit
0: weird. If- no, that's because the full-time rock coaching role that he wants is up at the Cowboys. Um, so he made that claim and, um, and then second to that, the reason why he didn't want to be over in New Zealand, a full-time role, um, unfortunately he is... His wife's um, father is currently going through chemotherapy, so for family reasons, he didn't want to go into a full-time coaching capacity uh, oh, within with the Warriors. Like, it, it, obviously, they go back. Like I said, obviously, against. <laughs> needs to be like a penalty system for me. Um, if they go back to New Zealand, it, it's it's too taxing on his family um, yeah, going through such a, a horrible situation. So, yeah, I think there was a fair bit in play for um, Toddy. but I, I think to. His credit, that shows how much of a, a sprightly coach he is to have that sort of foresight and respect for a team to, to make that decision and, and know exactly where he wants to go. Yeah, And then I it's agree. just kind of thrown a, a spanner in the works for now who's getting thrown in up at North Queensland. Yeah, that's right. Kibby
2: Walters has still been earmarked for that position as well. But I just I, I think Teddy, Payton, Teddy Payton's a great bloke and I think he's, he's earned his stripes there. There is so many good assistant coaches, Cameron Serraldo, Trent Barrett, we know he's going to go to the Bulldogs. Uh, that's another question when he gets taken out, is he been the talisman at the Panthers? You know, uh, what happens there in, in, that, in that scenario? Uh, but Cameron Serraldo's done an amazing job as an assistant coach and, and um, was the incumbent when um, Anthony Griffin was stepped aside. So there's a lot on Craig Fitzgibbon, may I add, from the Roosters. You know, there's so many good assistant coaches at the moment, but unfortunately, we only have so many head coach roles in in rugby league, and it's it's sad that we, you know, we're on this merry-go-round again and talking about coaches rather than talking about performances. Yeah.
0: Well, there's uh, plenty of big games happening this week, kicking off with the Dragons and the Roosters into Manly Warriors. Um, and I've just rolled off the screen as I go to say it. Rabbitohs, Broncos, Storm, Bulldogs, Knights, West Tigers, Panthers and Raiders. That
2: will actually probably be the game
0: that I'll be most looking forward to.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I think, um, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, actually, I you don't know, the, the Manly Warriors will be a good game contest purely because the manly again are struggling with injuries. Um and it's one that Desi, Desi won't want to lose that. He won't want to lose two on the bounce. I don't
0: think he really wants to lose any of them. No, <laughs> but I think
2: losing two on the bounce, I think he, he's really yeah. big on that fact. So if we do lose one we bounce back. Mm-hmm. So um a good opportunity for a lot of young kids in the manly side and and, and the Warriors, you know, just doing the best they can do, but I think that'll be a very interesting game. And,
0: uh, Sash, what about yourself? Uh, what's your main game that you're looking forward to? I just know the, the dragons chucks. and roosters. Just,
1: just the chooks. The- <laughs> Love the feeding chucks. the chooks a bit of inspiration and, um, <laughs> Yeah, no, just the rooster. Actually, look. To be honest, they were disappointing against the Titans. Um, I thought they were disappointing against the Warriors. Um, I think they need to come out and have a big game and, and put some points on the board and show them what, uh, the rest of the competition what's uh, what's up.
0: Well, before we wrap up, Carlo, we do have time for you to give us a little bit of insight as to what's happening in your homeland. Yeah, definitely. Well, boring.
2: <laughs> do that very briefly. The FA Cup was played. The FA Cup final was played, and Arsenal defeated uh, Chelsea. Um, which was a turn up for the Bucs because Chelsea Chelsea um, were the red up favourites. Arsenal not been playing too well at all, and uh, yeah, for them to come out and win was a great was a great victory. Uh, what did they what, have in their I'm Arsenal? They didn't, didn't. I'm here all night. The best part about it though was when the captain lifted the trophy up and dropped it. <laughs> did he? Yeah. So he, uh, why I mean,
0: do they always do that in I say soccer, but football? There's been a few trophy accidents. Was it? Um, David Francis. Gallop saved a trophy in the, FA, in the cup no, over Frank here. Oh, Frank Lowy
2: fell off the stage. That's right.
0: Oh. But they almost took the trophy with him.
2: Yeah, the, the toilet, the, what was it, the, the, the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. See, I remember some stuff about football. Great news, though. Great news for all Manchester United oh, fans out there. Jordan Sancho, Jaden Sancho, who uh, is from Borussia Dortmund. He's a young English lad who signed with Manchester City as a young kid. A Manchester lad. And uh, went through the process, but he just wasn't getting any game time. Signed for Borussia Dortmund uh, uh, two years ago and has been absolutely outstanding for them uh, and has been starring for England. Everyone's after his signature and Manchester United chairman came out, uh, Edward Woodward. Ed Woodward? Great name. uh, Edward a massive Woody. Woody. Give a massive indication (laughs) that they've signed him. So that's a, that's a great result. That's a, that's a great result. And while I'm on that, should I just talk a bit about the UK Super League?
1: What about yeah. Wayne
2: Rooney? What's he doing? He's at Derby, mate. What's he doing yeah. there? Uh, playing football. So the the UK Super League, they're back. Uh, St. Helens beat Catalan Dragons 34-6 and Huddersfield Giants was edged out by Leeds Rhinos by a point, 26-27. The big news from that week, though, was... Falao. Is he Falao? Where do we go mm-hmm. here? Right. Um, obviously, Black Lives Matter. Is a massive uh, push from all the leagues to say, listen, we, we, we're hearing you and we're in, we're in this together. All lives matter as well. And then basically, everyone takes a knee and then we play. The only person who, st- who stays stood up was uh, Izzy Fellow. And uh, basically, he's saying the only, he did state that he only kneels for God. So, mm-hmm. take that. But, as yeah, look, goal. at
1: the same time, and I'm not defending anyone with this, it's everyone's choice, all right? Everyone gets a choice whether you support it or you don't. And he doesn't support it, and that's his fucking choice. So don't. Go get up him about it. I'm, I'm big on this. Hey, like when all the people wanted to kneel in the NFL when it first started with Copernic um, and stuff way back when. Um, you know, everyone else stood up and it was their choice. Yeah, some people gave him a bit of flack, but everyone was like, you know, that's their that's their stance on it. So that's his stance. He wants to stand and fucking who cares? He, you know, well, he's think- he um, you know, Simo- is he Samoan or Tongan? So he's he actually does have. Polynesian. Um, Polynesian background, so I just, I just don't get it. Let people do what they want to do. We're so yeah. becoming poly- so socially, politically correct, and all the rest of the bullshit. Like it's just we're just going to create a bunch of fucking robots.
0: Well, you think like if he's if he's turned around and been um, you know run over hot coals for the, what he has said because mm. he's gone with his beliefs, yeah. And now you know he's not going again against the grain. Like he got, he's going against the grain of what everyone else is doing at the moment. But if he had kneeled, would that be just as much as a protest? Like why was that protest allowed, but his other pro- personal protest not allowed? Do you know what I mean? Mm, exactly, yeah. So I, I know what he said was pretty horrible and, and, yeah, and I was against what he said, but, you know, it comes down to that. Like, you know, why is one protest allowed and the other not?
2: Well, I, I've read in between the lines here. I think a number of not players but support staff said, listen, I'm not nearly neither. So, I, I, again, listen, I, I'm with you. I, I just think things are pushed down and people don't truly believe in it. It's like saying, um, you know, saying the right thing is not always about doing the right thing. You know, people people say it and they don't mean it. So I think people are entitled to their own opinions. But I, I just think, yeah.
1: It, it just sucks how people have to justify themselves. The same as mm-hmm. the Formula One with Max Verstappen and stuff like that. When they first started the season back, Max Verstappen didn't take a knee. And, and then, you know, straight afterwards, he issued something on Twitter saying, you know, you know, of course, I support black lives, all the of it was just my choice not to not to kneel. Yes. Like, since when has kneeling become, you know, the the thing that means that you support black lives? Like, I support black lives. Would I kneel? I don't know. I've never been put in that situation, but probably not, you know, like, but I support them 100%. You think, support uh,
2: most people that take a knee for you, though.
1: Yeah, not bad. Not bad.
2: <laughs> but another story, another story uh, from a Super League is Toronto Wolf Park. Obviously, they've not. They've. They've
1: well, chosen. Sorry, I what... <laughs> they've they've chosen
2: not to be a part of the uh, the restart of the Super League, and now that there's been a call from the RFL and the Super League Commission to turn around and say, "Well, you're gonna have to um, uh, need to apply again for 2021. Uh, so they could actually be declined, and all the hard work that's gone on uh, in Toronto is, is fallen by the wayside. My personal opinion is, I think if a billionaire is in charge of Toronto Wolfpack. Why is he not spending millions in promoting the game in Canada and the US? That's my idea. I don't think Toronto Wolfpack should be in the European Super League because they're not a European team. But mm. I agree. Anyway. anyway, and that's it. That's the wrap-up. That was a bloody
0: quick, nice little show by the boys. I appreciate it. Great to have you back. Yeah, oh, great you back. Thank you very much. And
1: I it's missed much you, better you, without Chris, Chris to be honest. Oh, you, you don't hear the... oh. oh, oh, oh. You know, the waffle. That's all I hear when you guys talk, mm.
0: Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. It is out on all our major pra- platforms. Including MySpace. Including MySpace, that's right. And we uh, make us in your top friends if you can. TheSportProject.net is where you can see all of us on uh, TV just being absolute clowns and see my amazing bookshelf behind me. Um, it's on Epicenter TV Live, Instagram. You can catch us at the Sport Project Podcast. Like, subscribe, share, Carlo, Sasha, no, Chris, I'm Renee, but thanks for joining us and we will see you next Tuesday.